friendship. And main friendship. And main friendship. And main friendship. Back to the song again. Stronger than ever. Back to basics. One day I'll be able to start it without a fading. <laughs> uh, what do they call it? A crescendo. 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 Uh, uh, uh. Or a decrescendo. Uh, that's also a non moderato. Will you slow down? Moderato is a pace. This is music terms. Coda. I don't know any of these words. That means you go back to like a certain place in the song and play from there again. Yeah. I like that because it was like computer science and loop variables. Hell yeah. Uh, welcome. Welcome to Anime and Friendship Hour. Yes. It's uh, March 23rd, first. Still. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, nothing has changed. <laughs> This is the podcast uh, where we talk about anime and our friendship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like anime. I'm Courtney. I, I, I think anime is pretty decent. I'm Cody. I'm mostly here for friendship. Woo! <laughs> um, now... You are a listener. Uh, this is this is part three of our epic Yu-Gi-Oh! adventure. Hell yeah! And we're going to... Uh, it's going to close out our first uh, run of Yu-Gi-Oh! episodes. Or No, it's not. That's a lie. Um, Let's well, pretend I didn't say Yu-Gi-Oh! That. episodes that we're watching. Yeah. Yes. Um, so check in. Cody, I have a gift for you. What? I present to oh, you it's that. <laughs> Dynasty Chinese style mustard. Oh my god. I didn't realize there was a gift giving segment. I'm so Oh, prepared. there is now. Oh, I'm so not happy a regular to have segment. This. I'd go completely broke. So uh the story here is Amy and I really love the fucking hot mustard at um the spicy mustard at Panda Express. Uh, and whenever we make uh, Chinese food or get Chinese food anywhere else, all we want is that mustard. And they always you know have what? It. I might have never. Can I get a little? Fuck yeah! Yeah, Let's I don't remember ever open. like seeing mustard at, at Panda Express. Oh yeah, no, they got. Three, I don't go there a lot, but it's Panda Express, fucking legit. Uh, for for cheap food, um, they got the they have their sriracha ripoff in the red packets. They have mm. soy sauce, which I think is always the same everywhere in the purple packets, and then they have mustard and yellow packets. I know. Um, and for it tastes like this. Odin, you need. Odin mustard is a very important part of it. What is Odin? It's a um, Japanese hot pot dish. So you just have like all kinds of. Uh, you have some tofu. You have some sweet potato noodles. Maybe Ooh. you have some uh, um, fish cakes. Dang. Yeah, you get lots of shit. A in lot Odin. of flavors. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is typically I'm eating like just mm. any sort of like like beef and broccoli or like string bean chicken or something like that. And then it's like I want one bite to be like insanely hot sriracha. And then I want another bite to be like super nose hitting mustard. I don't like sriracha. Oh, I, I feel like there's something about what? it. It's just maybe it's been broed out, but I don't know. It is too cool for. I mean, it's 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 overplayed at this point for yeah. sure. Yeah, I like. I always like the way a mustard hits you. It's like a. It really you let it in and then it punches you in the face. Where yeah. I, feel, I feel like sriracha punches you in the face and expects you to let it in. <laughs> You're right. Mustard is uh it's easy in and then it, it blows out your sinuses. I like uh, um a thing I like a lot is uh uh, uh the spicy sesame oil. Uh I feel like in that it you let it in and then it like just it's pure passive aggression. <laughs> Um, I like aggressive food sometimes. I'm yeah. not. I'm not like a, I need the hottest chicken wings, but like you're, I have you're, fun you're burning Wisconsin my mouth. Wisconsin boy, but you can play the game. <laughs> yeah. Is, what is the most aggressive Wisconsin food there is? Ooh, um, that 
oh geez, I, I don't even know. Like everything's very like it, there's like comforty. Some it's all comfort fi- food. Fish that they only eat in the Midwest, I think. Yeah. Not a fish fry, but that's like all we have. A really ugly, this really ugly fish, like a muskie. I have no idea. Uh, I make great brats Wisconsin style, but they are only like it's all like just. What makes them Wisconsin style? Well, uh, the style that we make in Wisconsin. I don't know it's a uh, you 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 mar- or you you uh, slow cook them in beer and onions and mm. and other spices for like eight hours so they're like super mushy and it's like like meat mush (laughs) it's just it just gives you a giant hug every time you take a bite uh it's amazing but it's definitely not challenging like uh uh, foods from outside uh uh, the midwest um so that was it but uh to my credit uh i got into sriracha uh going to school uh in wisconsin going to college in 2004 or whatever well that's before Uh, it became a fucking thing right yeah we have people started wearing it on t-shirts and shit exactly hey i have a sriracha t-shirt fuck you oh it's a pokemon t-shirt you are above it you're above this all uh noodles and company is a franchise that makes uh noodle dishes and um they had a bottle of sriracha on every table going way back and so uh we we did me and amy uh got into it earlier uh, ahead of the curve um sorry then other white people then other yeah yes (laughs) we are (laughs) Ah, uh, anyway, um, thank you for the mustard. That's a very You're thoughtful. You're welcome. Uh, 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 great. Uh, well, that is that your check-in? That was my check-in. What's your check-in, Do I need bro? to find my own shit now? Oh, you don't um, have to give me anything. Uh, let's see. I already talked about Amy being gone. It's the same day, so I can't really talk about that again. Uh, uh, what else happened? Uh, we did Kathy's mic, which the oh, last God. two episodes ago, it was like the day before, and yeah. it was like, oh, it's- We're like a day each time before. too late to actually plug it. Yeah. They're going to do it on the 27th again, and I think it's going to be a regular Mondays. Yeah. I'm going to need a couple Contact weeks. Contact her two days before. <laughs> I don't want to do exactly the same thing at the same place, and so I'd like to give it a few weeks between. Yeah. Uh, I guess the 27th might do that. Anyway, uh, that was fun. Uh, uh, stand up in Sunnyvale at an Irish pub. Yay. <laughs> yep. Um, Survived. Got a good video. Sent it to the wife uh, in North Carolina. We'll get her notes on it later tonight. <laughs> uh, so that's me. Uh, uh, okay, up? so what What's are we do doing it? today? We're watching. Yu-Gi-Oh. Well, more importantly, so our first episode of Yu-Gi-Oh, there was a flubbish on my part. A flubbish, a classic Courtney Magaly flubbish. Well, okay, now that we can't call it classic because I believe the word flubbish actually comes from the Who Charted show of Howard Kramer and Kulap Vilaysak. Oh, but we love that. Pod- and Man Friendship Hour, the podcast here about podcasts. And uh, everyone take a wild fucking guess which of the two hosts that we each uh, associate with. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, what was your flubbish? <laughs> um, I I thought we were not recording episode 14, but oh, we were. We were. We we did not do the radio math on that. That's an Adam nope. Carolla podcast reference. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Our episodes are even numbered. Yeah, so this should be 18. Yes. Uh, barring disaster. Anyways, so I had a bit hyped. That isn't so much a bit as a convenience for me. The idea was going to be episode 14 loco. Because ah. I've had a can of four loco in my fridge for about six months now. Oh, is it really that old? Yeah. I mean, it's it was in the fridge. It's a canned thing. No, I think it's minorly radioactive, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we busted that I mean, shit so out. So is everything. Uh, well put. Yeah. Now who's got the science coming at this Whoa! Uh, it's peach flavored. I like it. Yeah, my mom, I got back from Japan. I talked about this amazing peach beer. Day of, my mom takes us to the liquor store. She 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 has us parked outside the liquor store while she goes in, and she gets, uh, um, maybe it's just 7-Eleven. Uh, uh, she gets this Four loco peach thing. 
Now, Cody, you're enjoying this quite a lot, this Four Loco Peach. I am, but I'm very easygoing when it comes to alcoholic beverages. It is fucking disgusting. <laughs> it's very sweet and uh, syrupy. All right. All right. It... Despair. <laughs> it's like it almost is good, and then at the end, it reminds you that you're a piece of shit. Yeah, it kind of coats, coats your tongue uh, in like this like thick layer of just... Uh, oh, uh, uh. <laughs> but wait wait so your mom t- t- drove you to the liquor store but you didn't go in what, what's your she relationship just, with uh, i think it was the Seven Eleven, actually okay i don't know they're right next to each other sure she had us parked there and she's like wait a minute i'm gonna get something for you ah, so it's just and a, she tight. got some other stuff but then mostly she got the four locos okay <laughs> um but that's cute that's also cool. um as a companion piece to this we both have cups of coffee yeah this is a very long productive night um as said, Mostly because they don't put caffeine in Four Loco anymore. Right. There was that whole, like, it was too too much too fast. So uh-huh. it's it's 12%, which is pretty fucking serious. It's like wine. That's right. Uh, but no more caffeine. So we're fixing that problem with straight up fucking coffee. Uh, Kona coffee from Hawaii. Ooh. Blue horse style. Uh, we I'm, get... I'm cutting mine with an Atkins, Atkins uh, chocolate shake thingy. <laughs> There's all sorts of crazy shit in my fridge that I don't know how it got there. I do know how it got there, but uh, she's gone, so we're eating it all. Now, here's the interesting thing to me. I'm trying to look up uh, the best way to add caffeine to Four Loco. Uh-huh. And it gives you like a, here's a Four Loco. Is you, you know, a bunch of other shit you put together to make your own original Four Loco. But they don't have a thing where it's just like, you take the Four Loco you have and add caffeine to it. I mean, I don't know what you're expecting. My friend has, uh, you can order caffeine pills on um, Maybe just caffeine pill. Yeah, and so they're great, but they're dangerous because like, oh, yeah. you can OD on that shit. Oh, uh, oh man, say by the bell, base aid guy covered. <laughs> man, you, you, you definitely, uh, you have the knowledge of TV of a late millennial, despite your, your, My- your babbiness. A late uh, millennial? Wait, I thought I was a late... I'm late in the millennial. No, you're not. I feel like I'm mid-millennial. I feel like an 18-year-old, like... Gen Z's got to start sometime. I don't, yeah. I, I don't know where the cutoff is. I feel like 1980 is roughly the We're like nine beginning. years apart is the point. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, eight? Whatever. 31, 24. 32, 24. Oh! Which is eight. Uh, eight. Uh, uh, but anyway, uh, the fact that... I mean, I'm sure you were seeing repeats of Saved by the Bell, not OG episodes. But... I'm going to tell you this. Yeah. I learned the most about Saved by the Bell from uh, uh, the Go Bayside podcast. Oh, okay. I forget who hosts that. It's a really good one. That's the most millennial fucking thing I've ever heard. Ah! <laughs> I heard about it from a podcast about I heard about it from a podcast. That I listened to despite not um, knowing the source material. My introduction to pop culture came mostly through watching like reruns of the Isle of the 80s series. And oh, yeah. Morocco. Hell, yeah. I learned about Michael Ian Black. Fucking. Huh. I love that dude so much. I don't know anything about the 80s. Um, uh, well, I, was five. I I. With a match of the stuff, um, even though I didn't know if they were talking about it, I recognized it had the uh, pattern, the pacing of jokes. <laughs> but then while I watched it again as an adult, I was like, oh, these they're just saying things about, they're just saying how they feel about a thing. There is no actual, for the most part, no actual comedy happening. Yeah, here. those shows were strangely uh, straightforwardly nostalgic, un- un- unapologetically so, right? Yeah. It was just like, we didn't write anything. We're just like going to reminisce, and you're a bunch of old people that really want to remember the, your glory days. Except for my, my boy, Mikey and Black, always came hot. Oh, he's boys. so hot. Hot and centered. I love me some Rocket too, but 
Yeah. I don't know what he's been up to since uh, Daily Show. Um, he's been up to uh, the NPR show. Oh, you're right. Uh, 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 s- words. Thrilling old people hour. W- words. <laughs> How do we get them? I don't know. We're going to ask you questions. Prairie Which Home one Companion? Is wrong? Or Wait, Not Wait, Don't Prairie Tell Me. Not Prairie Home Companion. It's w- the game show one. Where wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me? Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's good. It's some dialogue thing that's very bad. I mean, those shows on NPR are just podcasts for old people. My parents. Gen X my podcasts, mom. Baby Rosa. Owns like. A wait, wait, don't tell me cassette like box. Nice. It's very. Yeah. It's it's a very it's of a it's of a time. <laughs> it's of a certain perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool though. Uh. Uh. Okay. Uh, okay. Good check. Checked in. We're gonna be loco and coffeeing all all through this app, probably into the next one. Yeah. Hell um, yeah. Next one's gonna be something special, but we're not gonna spoil something what. Something special. Oh, it's gonna be great. <laughs> uh, okay, let's get into this. This is uh, let's get this, on into this. This is gonna be episodes 46, 47, 48, 49. I, I think we're gonna get through this episode episode fast because there is a lot of whenever they actually play the game, it goes real quick. And it's a, four episodes about one match and so many rules. Mysterious transfer student Ryuji Otagi. Oh, wait. I'm waiting. I need my phone for a thing. We'll find Lis- out later what that thing is. Listener, prepare yourself. I'm always announcing the thing I'm going to do without you, actually are, doing are it. Are you sitting down? There's there's a bit coming. Yeah. It's going to be sick. Sick bit. Sick bits, bruh. Or I'll just have it on my computer. because This should get cut out. <laughs> Don't worry. I want to keep in this, the the whispering about sick bits because I feel like we're a good source of sick bits. Mm-hmm. I uh, had to play a joke game the other week in improv, and I was so comfortable hosting it. I told everyone, "Don't worry, our jokes are gonna be fucking sick." And then you and fucking Carolyn made fun of me <laughs> on stage about it. It was just good banter, but I was like, "Oh, you're right." That's I don't kind remember of a... doing that, and I usually remember making fun of people. <laughs> you guys were just like, "Oh, it's don't worry, it's gonna be real fucking sick," which is what, what I have a phrase was, and I was ah! like, "Oh, you're right. That's kind of a weird." That's not how whose line it is anyway works. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> go on. Ryugi Otogi. Oh, am I leading this? All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, all right, so also we, we open. Also in the, um, the, the dub, Duke Devlin. Duke Devlin? Someone, yeah, that was his name in the dub. Oh, wow. You know someone. That's such a fucking perfect name. Yeah. It feels right. Anyway, so we start with Grandpa. He's sweeping and he's, he's all upset. And then uh, he announces to Taya and Yugi. That he's upset about the new the new game shop across the street. Yeah, a giant fucking building was constructed over the weekend. That's that right. Games. I uh, mean, I, you have to imagine it was there the whole time. Oh, I see. So it was like a Starbucks and now it's yeah, a game yeah. shop. Uh, they um, saw a new game and Yugi's immediately it's like... It's called Dungeon Dice Monster. Yeah. Dungeon Dice Monster. What was that? <laughs> it's Andrew Dice Clay. Oh. <laughs> that was the there's no way that got picked up on the microphone. You, Fuck! I think you should hold it up and do it, and we can edit it in. Uh, did I mention dungeon? Dungeon. Oh! Dice monsters. <laughs> can I admit something to you? What? I have no idea who Andrew Dice Clay is. He's a comedian from the '80s. There was the comedy boom. Oh, he did did Michael did... Ian Black tell you about him? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. The Sklar brothers did. Oh, fuck them. Okay. Ah, the dueling dices. They're fine. They are fine. Oh, my gosh. Shit talking. 
No, I liked Scarborough Country for a while. Then I realized I don't have enough sports knowledge to relate to any of this. Yeah, they started a new one that was like um, them touring and coming up with bits for local areas. Like they went to Buffalo and they're like, how do oh. we come up with Buffalo jokes in three days? And you get to see like the process of like writing that a joke. That sounds cool. It did. There was one episode and then like three months went by and there was never a second episode and now I don't know if it exists. And now I heard, I'm hearing advertisements for another podcast. Yeah. Doing, so I think they left that one behind. That, honestly, but that was, sounded so educational. It sounded better than the one. Well, I feel like the, pro, the, the, the their new podcast is Dumb People Town. It's about Florida. Um, I'm sure in execution it'll be good. Um, I feel like Florida man jokes are a little bit passe at this point. When did Fark launch? Like 2003? What the fuck is Fark? Exactly, you fucking young millennial. Uh, Fark was a, a, a one of the big comedy websites uh, uh, similar, I mean, like way before 4chan, before, probably similar 4chan's to- 4chan's a comedy website now? Well, there's lols on it. I mean, there's people making jokes. Um, if you call it has extreme no original- bigotry a joke. Okay, sorry, sorry. Four chance of bags. Actually, you know what? Before we Reddit. all had laughed at. Four- We've all seen that one four chan post. That's uh, you know, you got you go. Okay, so yeah, right. So before uh, Reddit, uh, probably around the same time that something awful started, there was Fark, which was an aggregator of funny things to post about funny stuff. And one of their classic things was there's categories, right, of like different news stories and stuff like that. One of the categories was Florida. Yeah. And it was about basically any news story in Florida is just the most ridiculous fucking thing yeah. you've ever heard, right? So anyway, so Florida jokes go way, like, yeah. uh, modern comedy goes way back with that. Uh, it felt kind of mean-spirited, uh, which has kind of turned me off to it. But I haven't listened to it, and I still throw in shade. I don't care. Oh. Uh, I don't need <laughs> uh, yeah. We got this out. It's fine. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I... I watched a little bit. Of, I a little bit of Cheap Seats, a good show. What's Cheap Seats? It was a show, a comedy show on ESPN. They had a. It's oh. like I feel like it's one of those comedy shows where, if it was on a comedy network of some sort, you'd be like, "This isn't like a funny haha show." But for being on ESPN, it's like this is just some fun haha in the middle of the sports I'm having. <laughs> Do yeah. you watch ESPN often, or how did you get I, over there? No, actually, this is I. I went into a sclar hole. I was like uh, way into them for a little while. Okay. I was like, I'm going to watch fucking cheap seats. This is how they'll love me is I'll get into sports. And- ah! <laughs> well, no, I just, well- there was the, uh, the onion sports network, uh, uh, version of their regular onion show, which was really well done. But again, it was so negative in tone that it turned me off. Uh, uh but cause you it- are very much, you think Nathan Fielder, you think Nathan for you is negative. I am. I, I am a, a warm, fuzzy, babby comedy person. And if I feel uncomfortable or someone's being a victim at all, I, I curl up into see, a ball and roll away. See, I'm a bitter queer, so I <laughs> like taking hot pot shots. You got the knives out. I, I save that till bitching after the show's over. Ah! I don't do it during the show. Um, uh, anyway, uh, uh, okay. Um, where were we? This dice, I had, I thought this Andrew dice bit would like last. I thought float the whole show, but I have to like balance my laptop on my shoulder. Listen, audience, imagination. <laughs> now the glory of post is that all you have to do is reference it and then wait a couple seconds and we can splice it in there like it was like no fucking deal. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. We'll Fuck cut, you, we'll, audience. We'll cut this out so you don't know that's happening. Uh, Grandpa's sweeping. No, we'll tell them. Rub it in their faces. <laughs> this is fake. We're lying. We don't care about telling you the truth. We don't even live in the same state. We've never met each other. <gasps> this is all a lie. Uh, uh, what? A- okay. Grandpa, Grandpa's pissed. Uh, right. There's, there's a so new- they're Yugi and Taya. They went to the thing. They they gave him a flyer for Dungeon Dice Monster. New game. Yes. 
Uh, Cut to um, school. Anyways, they're being watched by Ryugi slash Duke and some random underling guy. Oh, up in the window, yeah. They're staring yes. down on him. And he wants to uh, play Yugi at Dungeon Dice Monsters to steal his title as the king of games. I will take everything from him one by one. That's right. And uh, in the dub, at least, there's an implication that he feels that Yugi cheated against Pegasus. Yeah. Doesn't uh, make sense otherwise. Yeah, and this this dude is way into Pegasus. We'll get into that later. Gay. <laughs> In a good way. I I, mean, I'm happy for them. Okay, we let's discuss outfits. So Duke Devlin has like black hairs coming out. He's got uh, bangs. He's got a red headband, yep. ponytail. Yep. Uh, uh, earrings. What earring? Earring. Oh. He might have multiple like studs, but he's got one iconic like single. Yeah, uh, six yeah, yeah. And then die. studs. D six. Um, he's got like a, a pendant thingy that has like a clown face, red vest, black tank top, red belt, black skinny jeans. I'm describing the outfit of like a he's a George Michael with the ponytail. If um if these are all RPG characters and style was a meter. I would say um, uh, Kaiba would be uh, seven and would have been leading the pack so far, and this but guy is a fucking ten. Out of water. Yeah, hell yeah. We, we get our first ten style style oh man. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, he's bringing it. Uh, bringing great. it all the time. Uh, but he's a transfer student. It's funny to me that this is all framed from uh, a high school thing because we don't get much school at all. Yeah. Uh, the fact that the, the, all the like. Somebody's like designing like this immersive video game and like they're doing all this like card game tournament yeah. stuff. And like also they're supposed to be going to school. Uh, and Japanese it. school is pretty intense. Uh, Fuck it. Yeah, it's just a nice little thing to start a very episode and then we forget about it all over again. Uh, their, their weekends are busy, I think is the yeah. idea. Uh, so yeah, he's he's in the classroom and all the girls are following around him. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And guess guess who doesn't sexy, like this? He's got sexy dice out. <laughs> please, please, Mike, let that... It will, in post, it'll be clear, but we'll I, I hold it. it up on the theory that it's funny if I flounder. Okay. <laughs> Wait, flounder, don't you mean, uh, oh. what was the other word? Oh, oh was it flounder? Flounder's a real know. word. Are you, ha- are you coming The who charted the- word. Flubbish. Flubbish. Yeah, I thought you had a pun for me. No, I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. I Because I had no idea what it would be. Uh... Uh, so Anyways, Tommy, it, it's getting all, it, it, so girls be blocking for this dice. Uh, um, he does. Joey's like, ah, what's yeah. this bullshit? Hey, hey bada bing! <laughs> These girls, they should be my girls. Are this guy's girls? Yeah. I don't like it. This is going to be the episode uh, second arc. Place, uh, second place, second place at the Duelist Kingdom, bada bing. <laughs> He's like, you heard of this guy? You heard of this other guy? You heard that he played a guy? Well, I came in second place with that guy. Yeah, it's like his his credentials like take this huge hit right at the end of his story when he comes in second place. <laughs> uh, uh, and oh, this was great in that Japanese version. Um, he's criticizing, he's shit talking uh, this guy to Tia because Tia's like, you just you just don't like that uh, fucking. He's getting the chicks right. Yeah, uh, and he's like, hey. Uh, I'm doing the Japanese line in the American voice. Uh, he says like. Hey, uh, 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 you're supposed to sheathe your sharpened sword and don't brag about your talents. Uh, so the, the implication being this guy is dick swinging all over the place, uh, whereas Joey is somehow this, like, respectful, like, subtle person, which is, of course, yeah. the opposite. Um, uh, um, 
So Duke uh, confronts Joey and tries to do this. Uh, he says, all right, I'm going to put this dice under a cup, and I'm going to move it without even touching the cup. Hey, that's impossible. No one can do that. What are you talking about? And Duke's like, well, I've already moved it. And he's like, no way. Let me see. And he pulls the cup up. And then Duke just grabs the dice without even touching the cup. Oh, even Yugi's like, no, Joey. Joey, you got It's a trick. <laughs> Joey, Joey. Object permanence, Joey. <laughs> I, I I would believe that Joey skipped that level of uh, development. Yeah. Uh. Anyways, so Duke and oh, what, what one of his credentials was? Uh, he brags he defeated Keith Howard, the American champion. Oh, Who is that? It's Bandit such a, Keith. That's the Bandit. Okay. That's Bandit Keith. It was such like a generic name, Keith Howard, and it was said like so like clearly in the Japanese or the version. Sounds like that, someone's dad. Right, and I was like, is this? Am I supposed to know who this is? Is this like a like a Magic the Gathering tour person? I don't know. Anyways, uh, so Duke wants to uh, duel Yugi, but he doesn't put that out there yet. Yeah. But he uses a, a dueling Joey as a a stepping stone to that. So they're gonna duel, but the trick is they're gonna do with whole new cards from yeah. like. From like packs that they make the deck out of. It's a sealed deck tournament. My favorite kind of tournament because it doesn't rely on you having all the cards you need to have, and it doesn't rely on you knowing all the decks you need to know. It's like a random splash of cards, uh, and you get to have fun and learn something new, cool. and you get new cards. It costs more money, but whatever, it's fun. It's great. Yeah. Um, drafting's also cool, but sealed deck is my favorite thing. Uh, and yeah, it's so sealed deck. Yeah, it's like okay, it, I thought you said steel. Uh, you you purchase the cards. Oh God! Like in Magic, it's like it'd be like you purchase like seven booster packs, you get free lands, um, and so the entry fee to the tournament is usually roughly the cost of the cards you're buying. So it's usually mm. like a really good deal because it's like you're just paying for the cards you get to keep anyway. Uh, but from their perspective, you're buying Damn. more cards that you otherwise maybe not would have done. Um, they're super fun. Uh, the best part is you didn't spend three hundred dollars on some perfect deck and then get beat by some guy that spent four hundred dollars on a deck yeah. because everyone's kind of on the even playing field. Yeah. Uh, by virtue of getting random cards and the decks are all wonky and clunky because you're playing with bad cards, which is really fun that you don't usually get to play with. Uh, anyway, fun. it's sealed decks are like I don't play Magic anymore, but and I couldn't because I'd have to like super invest in it again. But it would be like a really fun weekend to just like go to a sealed deck tournament and have no idea like how it works anymore. I mean, I'd have yeah. to know the rules, but like I wouldn't need all the knowledge you would need to play competitively. You'd just open cards, you'd put a deck together, and you'd just have fun against other bad decks it's a great time it sounds so much fun yeah right uh, um, uh, anyways so they go to um duke's uh game shop and they have simulator things there because why not <laughs> he he said he leased them they're very expensive he leased yes. them from kaiba corpse of course uh um, and, and he, they, they go in the elevator and that's when they get to open the packs by the time they get to the floor at the bottom of the elevator it's so big uh, uh yeah. joey has picked all his packs and opened them and made a tech <laughs> So it's like a 30-minute oil every ride. Um, and uh, Duke is broadcasting the game because of webcast. some... What? It's a webcast. He's brought, he has it on screens outside of his game shop. Yeah. Yeah. That's also on the internet. I'm sorry. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're, they had the internet where we're broadcasting it I'm there. just saying he, they use the word webcast. I'm not, oh, I, I was, oh, I was not poking I just, holes in your theory. I just theory. remember broadcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think in one version it was broadcast. I think the English version was broadcast. And it was oh, because we didn't have the internet back then when it came out. Right, but then why did, but Japan did? Oh, whatever. No, that was a lie. <laughs> it was a joke lie for humor. We're, we're, we're going off the rails friendship-wise. And this is going to end in a duel. right where that, that, that train should be. All right, great. Anyways. Uh, Otagi's um, so got uh, cheerleaders from school. Yes, he does. L O V E O Tagi. What did they do in the English one? Um, I forget. They just have more like rhyme thingies. 
Do it's like you... Duke, Duke, he's so great, or something, something. I remember. Joey makes me puke. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Um. I remember Joey says he's gonna turn those Otagi girls to Joe Jonochi girls. Uh, he's yeah. got such a regressive view of high school. I mean, uh, who doesn't in this show? Yeah, I suppose. And but I love that the the girls, the cheerleaders, they hate like they call him the worst. Like they don't like like they are just shutting him down. Like he's just this insufferable yeah. oaf. And so, um, it makes it kind of playful, uh, despite its problematicness. Uh, um. Anyways. Uh, um. So Joey manages to get uh, Duke's uh, Ju- Duke's Otogi's uh, life points down to fifty. Wow, cutting it close. But yeah, out of like, what we start with? Like out of two thousand. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. Um, but Duke plays a magic card that allows him to attack Joey's points, Joey's life points directly, and wins. Yeah, dang. I know. My favorite line was Teo, who said, uh, "Uh, to Joey wanting to win the girls over." I don't like the idea of Joey girls, but he's dueling great. So it's like, you do you, Joey. If misogyny I mean, makes think, you stronger. I think that is the moral basis of everything that shows like, hmm, I might disagree, but they're dueling great. <laughs> um, um, anyway, so Joey questions himself. I played so much better at Duelist Kingdom. Maybe I had a purpose then. I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. And the uh, the wager here we didn't touch on. Oh if, yeah, we did. If uh, Otagi uh, Duke wins, uh, Joey's like his his servant for a week. Yeah, that classic thing. Um, and, and this is my favorite part. If Joey wins, uh, uh, Otagi's girls become Joey's girls. Those girls uh, are not on board with this at all, and he has oh, no way wait. of enforcing another, this. Another another aspect of it was that um, Duke had to close his shop down because. I oh, think was Joey's that trying it? to help out Yugi's grandpa or something. Okay, so Joey had a personal stake on it, but that was that was the greater uh, yeah, yeah. fight that was being made. Uh, I just like that there was no enforcement mechanism, and the girls were like, "That's not going to happen." Yeah. Uh, uh, um. So anyways, so the result, uh, Joey has to wear a dog costume. Yeah, he's the viewer's dog. He can't the, the talk. He's the wolf. Theme of Joey being a doggy. <laughs> we we get a lot of it with Kaiba and and it gets kind of it gets a little more dark in the Japanese version where he's like, no you'd bark for me. You yeah. know, like he really like presses. I on told it. you there's weird sexual undertones in this. Yeah. And of course, Yugi uh, can't, won't stand for his friend and uh, challenges him. Um, not only for the title of ultimate game Lord or whatever the fuck, uh, mm-hmm. but also that he'll never play dual monsters ever oh, yeah, again. Yeah. If, the if biggest Yugi of stakes. He'll never be able to play dual monsters again. The namesake of the entire epi- series. Uh, uh, Yugi is willing to throw that shit down because he doesn't want to see uh, his dumbass friend Joey get his comeuppance. Yeah, for one week to wear a dog costume. I know. Uh, it's it's classic Yugi. Like like uh, uh, it's chivalry to a fault, and it's not even chivalry because it's it's Joey. But yeah, uh, that's the end of that episode. Anyways, uh, it's pretty fun. A lot of so, Joey. A lot of Joey time. A lot of Joey. Love All it. right, let's let's while we're end of episode, let's do some loco and loco coffee. Loco and coffee. <laughs> All right. Oh, Lord Christ. <laughs> mm. Beautiful, sweet coffee. Release me. <laughs> That's the most I've ever seen you enjoy coffee. I know. I know. Oh, God. It's like... So like those weird flavored Smirnoff bottle things, that was Smirnoff like ice. drink Smirnoff ice. That was like drinking a Jolly Rancher, but this is like drinking <laughs> a shitty version of that. Yeah, like a shitty off-brand Jolly Rancher. Uh, to be fair, it's like two and a half times more alcoholic. 
so at least get more bang for your buck. I but guess it's so, yeah. it's got it needs more carbonation. It needs something to cut uh, the 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 like the the thick Ugh. syrupness of it a little more Ugh. for sure. Um, yeah. Anyways, we're episode, making it. Episode forty-seven showdown dungeon yeah. dice monsters. They're gonna play some dungeon dice monsters. <laughs> what is he's a comedian what's that bit like why how did um, he get there there's the jack and jill bit and i forget what was funny about that he makes it he ma takes things that aren't normally dirty and then makes it dirty and then you oh oh that was like i i hit a sex pun oh like that's the idea yeah all right um i mean you don't have to defend it. I'm willing to bet that I'm it's not. funny in the moment. We're just deconstructing it. So and I weird. feel like arguably you could say it's not so funny. Oh, fair enough. He's not really uh, one the comedy nerd people go to. I, oh, he's from the 80s, so he's 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 old and, and regressive. And I simple. mean, yeah. I mean, I he's, if you want to talk regressive, there you go. You're talking. <laughs> I feel like the Tumblr comedy generation is defined... Um, uh, a lot by its its backlash. Tumblr comedy is a weird combination of words. <laughs> I feel like early twenty year olds getting into comedy now is the polar opposite of eighties uh, comedy boom comedy. Yeah, right? and that's where this guy's from. That's what I say. I think mostly what twenty year olds getting into comedy, uh, uh, at least Tum if we're going by Tumblr, it's mostly want to talk about. Uh, uh, um, I'm gay and sad, and I like Sonic the Hedgehog. Hilarious. Yeah, so ba take off the song The Hedgehog. That's basically the shit I'm up on. You hit a pretty sick Sonic joke in a show the other week. Uh, just saying. Uh, uh, oh, you mean <laughs> Chaos Emerald Legacy? Yeah. Hell yeah. We don't need to explain why that was a joke, but it was pretty good. In, I didn't in, do in this in a, in a comedy set. Let's be clear. Oh, no, it wasn't stand-up. This was, this was, this was, was improvals. <laughs> Lower bar, but still, sailed over it. Uh, okay, uh, so we're going to finally learn about enough, this new fucking enough game. Enough narcissism. Let's get into this shit. <laughs> uh, uh, um, so the the dual monster simulator becomes the dungeon dice monster simulator. Oh, uh, yeah. He, he configured it himself, presumably while he was not doing homework because he's yep. a full-time high school student. Fuck that shit. Uh, so it's a dice game. Uh, yeah. At the beginning, you have this slate of dice. You have to pick 15 of them. Mm -hmm. Yugi has absolutely no idea how the rules work. He does and not ask Duke, any questions. Duke says, oh, you're such the king of games. You just forget how to pick the uh, 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 the dice anyways. Bleh. And he's being a total bitch about this. Like, what point are you going to prove? His point is to show off that Yugi is like a fraud. But what are you going to prove when you're the guy who created this game? And you're 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 not even telling him the rules. Like you're proving nothing, bitch face. Right, but the the stakes of the um of the bet are so high. Oh yeah, that true, true, true. By the way, he gets something. And also, Yugi often finds himself un like without the requisite knowledge to be in the situation he's in. Yeah. And the whole point is that he overcomes it. So, uh, King I mean, of Games. Yeah. So you know, I don't know. I obviously you shouldn't like bet on a game that you're learning while you play it. Uh, but uh, he does eventually get like a, a little uh, help monitor. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah, they have the help monitors because it. Here's how you know your game is great. You, you <laughs> can't play it with all the help monitor. Yeah, you, you need a help page. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, he's so, got to pick 15 dice. He has no idea what he's doing. Yeah. He grabs random 15 dice. And the dice are like cards. Um, and the dice, uh, you play, you you roll it, and then if you get two, um, with a summoning crest of the same number, 
you can summon a, a, a monster. Yeah, that's the big deal. Yeah, and the rest the, of the the faces do other resources yeah. like attack and defense. And you can do so, them later. how this works is, um, at least in the simulator thing, the monster will come out of the, the the dice block thingy, and the block will like unfold in a way to like the six sides of the dice will lay like, flat. Um, yeah, yeah, it's like a Final Fantasy Tactics type of thing. Yeah, it's a grid or any system game like that, like grid system. You can go so far, like two left. Three forward, one to the right. Yeah. Yeah. Did you play Tactics? I played Tactics Advanced because that was on the Game Boy. Oh, yeah. Game Boy Advance. I wasn't super into that one, but Final Fantasy Tactics was such my jam. Uh, okay. I played that game. Uh, what, what was the difference? Because they seemed so similar to me, but I guess. Um, Tactics Advance was very easy. Uh, Tactics Original was extremely oh. difficult. Uh, uh, also, um, it was just kind of lighter. Like, Tactics was just a little more. I mean, it was a lot of just, like, different decisions. So it was just, like, different mm. classes and different races and different... Uh, the story of Tactics was a big deal, whereas Tactics Advanced was, like, build your own map and whatever. Oh, it yeah. was kind of, like, lighter and fluffier. Whereas Tactics was, like, the tale of betrayal and a and a, 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 a oh. true-born son and, a, and the uh, the bastard I, I, uh, adopted I, son and, and then now they're enemies and I the princess. Tactics Advanced, but I only played it because I didn't... I only could play... Uh, um, hand like the Game Boy games because yeah. my brother had all the consoles and shit and I didn't get to touch that. Oh man, that's so sad. I know. I was... There was some great Game Boy games, but still, like that's a that you yeah. should have some time sharing that shit. I know. Um, um, I but... played Tactics twice and then I played it halfway through again with a, a hack mod that made it even harder. Hell yeah, uh, loved that game. Um, anyway, I was I should play to... one of those because I, I I love that like moving chick type of thing. Did you ever play Disgaea? Talking about anime. Oh, I didn't. Uh, and uh, the great characters, great voice acting, great anime. Is that uh, the one with the penguins the and prinnies. the dude? Prinnies. Little, little dot knives. Conk. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, super grindy. Like grindy. Mm, like yeah. I, oh, yeah. I couldn't I, finish I, it. From what I understand, that's like the point of it. Yeah, which is too bad because I would love just to like the story was so good and fun and funny, really funny, really good humor in it. Um, I'm questioning how much of that is like the localization team versus mm. like that, but who cares? Like it was a great product. They were gonna release it for a PC last month or something like that which is really cool but i think it's so inaccessibly grindy that i can't go back to it but i would love oh, to see damn. like a a quick like let's play it or something um college it's great uh i was i was gonna ask you is this dungeon dice masters a real game did they actually productize um, this i don't know if they actually made a product of it i know it they seems made, hard with the dice unfolding. i know they made a video <laughs> game of it because i remember oh. playing that in video game four that sounds fun that and yeah. that, that would solve all the, the practical problems yeah with yeah, it. yeah and then you would it get like that a... help screen type of thing <laughs> exactly uh uh uh, so yeah, so Yugi doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. Uh, you get to roll three dice every turn. You gotta match symbols, but like um, the dice that are uh, that are weaker have more symbols. Each side match. has a crest on it that yeah. like shows you what you can do. You can like uh, uh, attack or add to spell. You can like add to your monster's attack or use a spell thingy. Defense or, move. Yeah, summon trap. Yeah, trap. Uh, and so those are like generic resources. It's like a bunch of rules that. After this, we never play Dungeon Dice Monsters again. Do we not? Well, this was fun, at least. I mean, it was four episodes. Yeah. I guess three of it was DDM, but um, DDM always sounds so uh, risque. I don't know. <laughs> I never realized it. DDT. What's DDT? Uh, it's a drug. Okay, that's close. DDR. Think, oh, wait. Is DDT a drug or is that DM? That's DMT. Sorry. Uh, DDT is a, uh, a 1950s, 1960s uh, Dow chemical product. Uh, that is like asbestos that ended up being very cancerous, but was used for a lot of things before oh, people realized I think, that. Yeah, there's a Suahiro Maruo thing called DDT. He draws a lot of Kudo art. What's that? 
Oh, we're getting to Gudo. Oh, let's get into Gudo. Um, Gudo. Gudo is um, comes from Edo Gudo, which is erotic grotesque. Uh, um, yeah. So when oh no, before World War Two, I believe, or maybe before World War One, uh, uh, Japan was just getting like Western culture, and so you know, Kodals, how we think, oh man, Japan is all perverted and fucked up, right? Well, you wouldn't guess they thought the same about us. You don't say. You don't say. With our uh, uh, striped body bathing suits I and, know. Our, uh, and I, our, I don't know what else we were doing at the time. I don't know, you know. Swing music. I know. Uh, um, dump, dump, and dump, so dump, a lot dump. of like trendy Japanese people would like uh, uh, be into uh, Western culture, and it there. Uh, oh my God, um, I'm getting blanks. Uh, uh, this idea of like this aesthetic of erotic grotesque things that were like so indulgent that they were grotesque and a lot of times they're also erotic is this where tentacle porn came from or um no tentacle porn in the like uh do you know the tentacle porn has a long history um you'll recall the prince in uh um what's his name cooper's uh uh, um office from mad men oh yeah yeah that's an uh ukiyoe a woodblock print very famous one so you know tentacle porn been around Edo Guro. That's like medieval shit. Yeah. So that's where we get the name. Edo uh, Guro, as it is today, is mostly just like uh, uh, porn that is like people getting arms chopped up and stuff. Ugh. It's like. Snuff. Yeah. It's like Gross. snuff. Um, Suahiro Maruo uh, deals in that, but then also he is like a legitimate artist uh, and uh, okay. manga writer. Aside from that, it's it's just very visceral and. Uh, extreme yeah very extreme i i it's so hard to uh, i fucking love suahiro muro um but it is some fucked up shit right challenging um i think an easy one to get into is what i don't know kyuketsuki it's about a boy and a girl who become vampires and just like fucking terrorize everyone in the <laughs> town sexy uh, vampires yeah um and a lot of it has a lot of his writing has to do with um just like Oh, sorry. This is writing. This isn't uh, illustration. I mean, yeah. It, it's he writes manga, so there's writing and illustration. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Uh, um, it has to do with like uh, uh, Japanese identity after World War Two, and it and also it's just I how do you describe to Hiromaruo? It's fucked up, but also interesting. If you liked Neon Demon, you'll love this fucker. Sure. Yeah, go watch Neon Demon. What's Neon Demon? Um, that is the uh, last Nicholas Winding Refn movie. It's about models who kill each other because they want to be the best and prettiest. Wow, I know it's fucking good. <laughs> okay, beauty isn't the most important thing; it's the only thing. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. Is that the tagline? Yes. Uh, uh, you gotta see we... Dakota Fanning's little sister. Oh, it's a Western acted movie. Dakota Fanning, the actress, her little sister, it's not like, what? Wait. It's a Western, did you ask me? No, no, like, it's not a Japanese movie. It's not a Japanese movie. No. That's what I was asking. Nicholas Winding Refn is like a Danish dude or something. Oh, sorry. I was just drawing a comparison between the that movie oh. and the work of uh, 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 Maruo. Gotcha. Okay. That, what a tangent. <laughs> How the fuck did we get there? That's what I was going to ask is why did we get on um, uh, um, uh, challenge, uh, uh, grotesque 
something. Uh, let me look at my last note here. What the fuck? Uh, we're talking about rolling dice with symbols on them. Um, <gasps> Mad Men, no. Uh, Some detective-ass shit happening right now. <laughs> How did we, There were symbols on the dice. Uh, asked if it was a game. Uh, DDT! DDT! There's a manga called DDT! There we go. Shit. There's also DDR, uh, which is... Uh, and Diddy Kong. There's Diddy Kong. <laughs> Love Diddy. No, Fucking I don't. love Diddy. He's all right. Uh, <laughs> oh, anyways. Uh, so they start the game. I don't get off the Suehiro Maruo manga. I don't. It's you don't there are sexual it. undertones, but I don't. It, 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 I, I appreciate it on purely like an aesthetic level. I want to be clear about that. Erotica works that way a lot of times. Also, you don't know anybody anything. So why do you? Why be so defensive? Wait, wait, what? Why be so defensive? I don't know anything about what. Why be so defensive? Because I, I need to be clear. Okay. Because sometimes I talk about anime titty in a very vague way, and I want to be clear the anime titty I am and I'm not into. Because there's lines. Sure. No, I'm, there, no, there are. I'm not saying they're not lines. I'm just saying that. Uh, while I'm not as vocal about the porn I watch, I'm also very unapologetic because it's porn. Yeah. And uh, fuck anyone for judging me for what I watch. Yeah, unless that shit is lowly shit. What's a lowly? Oh, God, we're getting into everything tonight, aren't yeah, we? we are. Lowly is short for Lolita. You know the book, Lolita. Uh, yes, I do. Um, so very popular in Japan where I think in general. Uh, it's just underage crap. Underage crap. The underage. Yeah. And it's from Japan. You call that shit lowly. Gotcha. So, yeah, the underage stuff, the non-con stuff, that, that, that is weird and those are the lines and yeah, i yeah but it in cartoon stuff that doesn't that shit happen all the time <laughs> yeah I I mean, i'm not saying that makes it better i'm just saying it isn't like yeah. ubiquitous because you don't have it to, does like, happen more often with cartoon shit because people think oh i can jerk off to a 12 year old if it's a cartoon you're still a bad person <laughs> yes good all right we've established our moral compasses <sighs> yeah porn wise oh, um Anyway, some fucking bullshit about dice. Yugi picked bad ones. They have a bad he, dice. He chose high-level dice, but guess what? Those are harder. High-level monsters are harder to summon. Yep. So he doesn't... The early turns of any game is important to get your shit on the board. Yeah. And honestly, if you play I a l- like slow deck, you're going to get... He should have seen this coming, because like in anything, like if you choose nothing but super strong monsters, like yeah. you have to figure there's going to exactly. be Exactly. Yeah, come on, king of games. King of games, you got to start strong. You got to start fast. Um, but anyways, Duke gets four summons in a row. I think five. Five. Oh yeah, fucking five. Motherfucker he, goes on our terror. Killing it. Yugi finally gets one. Mighty Mage. Yeah. Adorable little hat. I love so this guy. Cool. I don't know if it's a boy or a girl. Doesn't matter. Um. Yeah. Uh. Um. So this is when Duke decides to reveal why he hates Yugi. He hates Yugi because he invented this game and sent it to Pegasus. And Pegasus was like, "What a fucking great game! You're gonna, we're gonna publish this game." And but before we can get the contract, uh, Duelist Kingdom happened, and we all know the ending of that. Yugi defeated Pegasus. Yeah, and he, and he didn't, got he sent didn't to re- the Shadow Realm. And he didn't even he, d- he stopped uh, returning his calls. Gave him the cold shoulder yes. after the embarrassment. Well, he loss. got sent to the Shadow Realm. Wait, who got sent to the Shadow Realm? Pegasus. 
Oh, I didn't catch that part. Oh, well, that's... It, it's you, hard to respond to emails in the chat room, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. If, if we had watched the Duelist Kingdom thing, we would know that. But sure. we didn't, so I don't expect anyone to... It was 40 episodes long. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that shit. <laughs> uh, so no contract. And so Duke is like, you destroyed my dreams, you fucko. Uh, and, and then uh, Otagi, Duke gets the first hit on Yugi. You have three hit points in this game. Yes. Uh, and, and So you need to get, like... Your monsters across the board, right? That takes a you, while. You get all the way to like your enemy, your your the base of the other person. Oh, we should you, mention you the monsters also have health points in this game, so yeah. like they take damage too. Yeah, and unlike um, Yu-Gi-Oh, the card game or dual monsters, uh, when they take damage, it, it it sustains. So you can hit a guy twice over two turns and kill him. Yeah, uh, it isn't like a strict like the biggest guy wins. Um, so anyway, yeah, uh, Tiger marches the dude over there, gets over to Yugi's little stand, and strikes him in the heart points. The hearts on the on the thing are like this rainbowy, epileptic seizure of uh, disco thing. It's really fun. Anyways, um, that's um, the end of that episode. So, so once again, I just want uh, um, we find ourselves in a situation where Yugi is dueling someone who completely refuses to listen to reason. <laughs> just so many, it's so many duels in Yu-Gi-Oh. It's like I I hate you for no reason, and then you're like, wait, let me explain, and they're like, I'm not gonna Fuck listen you, until trap you card. Get, yeah until until this battle is resolved. Uh, yeah, we're not talking anything out. And then when it is resolved, I become extremely reasonable very quickly. Yeah. Uh, it seems to be the formula. Um, so episode 48, uh, Tris and Taya are calling Duke out on his shit. Taya, uh, says, well, in the, um, original, uh, anime, so that'd be Anzu, says, well, you, you, you'll just have to make his soul seen through the game. Like, make ye, uh, uh, uh. Duke understand his position through dueling. Yeah. I'm, Whereas Taya in the dub is just like, oh, this, fucking, this fucker just wants to humiliate everyone. <laughs> Which honestly, that's that thing that's more close to. Right. But Yugi realizes, yeah, the, the power of debate isn't going to work. Yeah, yeah. He's not going to Phoenix write him. He's got to have to use the game to make him realize yeah. he's wrong. He, he gets a hold of the help file, starts learning the rules of the game, ends up being very yeah. helpful. Um, he, uh, he gets um rolling thunderball or something. To destroy several of Duke's monsters. Yeah, he cashes in on all his magic crests that he accidentally rolled earlier on because he couldn't summon anything, and he yeah. blows up a bunch of shit, uh, including the monster that was, like, hitting his home base, so that was important. Hell yeah. Um, we cut to Grandpa <laughs> checking out Duke's shop. Uh, there's TV screens with high school girls on it. Uh, uh, and he gets the hard eyes. Yeah. Oh, it Old was very funny man. in the dub. They were like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe what I'm seeing. This is perfect, amazing. And he's like, these TVs. <laughs> Uh, uh, it's too much simulation for an old man. Yeah. Oosh. Well, no, it's, it's yeah. The implication. He literally said that. Well, oh yeah. In the Japanese version. In the Japanese version, yeah. I just thought the dub was very dub was very clever. Like that they, this a, old guy isn't attracted to underage girls. They found a way because they had the same footage they had to work with. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. they're like, he likes technology. Yeah. <laughs> That's cute. Which is weird because before they've sometimes the dub one is the one that takes the sexually aggro route and sometimes yeah. it doesn't. And so this was a straight, I guess when it comes to old men creeping on yeah. younger women, that's all Japan. But when it comes to like high school boy, like, like fucking cornering a girl, that's all yeah. America. Yeah. We got uh, that. We got that one down. We figured it out. Okay. Um, um, jo- Joey's dogging it up real. Yep. He's barking around. Not much to say there. There's always like a great like little slapstick moment with him at the beginning of every episode, like with yeah, the cheerleaders, yeah. and they like pile on him, and he's like, rrr, rrr, and he like he starts like getting psychologically like broken, and he starts like <laughs> act like a dog, and like uh, it's it's been like 20 minutes, and like I Taya know. and Tristan are like, are you serious? Dude, Joey does not have the mental mental constitution. 
to handle a week of, of doing this. You're right. Shit. It was much more serious Yugi than Yugi does I need to step in. Yeah. But Joey's, it's also like that's such his virtue. He just dives right in. He's just, yeah. he's, he goes full on and what he a, doesn't. What a, what, a, what a guy. He'd be great at improv. You know? I fucking love Joey. Yeah. Yeah. He's the best guy. And uh, um, uh, Duke gives some backhanded compliments like, oh, you're actually good at this game. Maybe. And Yugi gives uh, real compliments like, oh, what a fun game you created. Yeah. He's like, I actually am starting to have fun and see the value in this game. Blah, blah, blah. Um, uh, uh, Duke rolls a, he gets a rare black die. Yeah, so this confused me. Was this part of the original, like, 15 they chose, or was this, like... I don't know. It can, whatever. Okay, so once in a while they can pull a black die. Guess what? It's going to happen a bunch it's of times. It's a war Uh Yeah, it, it creates a portal, but it's only one half of it. Uh, he throws yeah. that down. Um, um, Yugi gets one, too, though. Yeah, and, uh, and so Atagi's, like, taking over the whole board. Um, but he's oh, yeah. created a portal, and now Yugi's completed the portal, and now Yugi can warp to the other side of the he board. He uses his swift ninja to move a bunch of spaces and defeat one of Duke's monsters. Yeah, and I feel like if you have overwhelming board control, the one thing you shouldn't do is provide a shortcut that your opponent can yeah. use to include you. Seems like a pretty rookie mistake, but whatever. Game creator didn't figure it out. Um, and that was that's his Yugi's way to like finally get over there and start like doing some damage. Um, and um, that's and that's what he does with his, his ninja. Again, the ninja so good so good so like like he, he has multiple movement spaces he can dodge and shit and i don't know like the the ninja is always like this really high re- like when we're dealing with like dragons and mages and shit like that mm-hmm. ninja is still top tier hell yeah uh for a good reason um so duke fails to summon in his next turn you gets a a heart point <laughs> uh, uh not a life point uh oh good pal uh, oh, and Duke does the almost defeated anime laugh thing where you they like cover their face and like, ha, 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 ha. Ah, and you're like, are they fucking nuts? So, but it's just because they're like, I can't believe you did this much damage, but now I'm gonna take off my limiters or whatever and really fuck you up. I see. That's like the thing before the final, yeah. final, final form. Um, what is that from? Fine, was, uh, they had a lot of final form stuff in Dragon Ball Z. Is that what it is? Yeah, I'm getting I'm, my. You, you've given me so much comes, anime. I, I final can't keep form my. Final comes up a lot in, in. But this is my final form. Yeah. True form. Okay. I, I feel like it. You know, uh, uh, Sheen. What's Sheen, uh, uh, Ultimate. We've talked Sheen about Godzilla. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, I can't keep the meme straight. Oh. So much anime coming at me. I mean, the DNA of the soul. That's <laughs> a Metal Gear Salt. That's not uh, Metal Gear Rising meme. I. I still want to play. Rules of nature. I still want to play the the katana one. Yeah, that's the one. Fucking right. platinum games ripping shit up. All right, maybe we'll have an episode on that because I'll actually play that. Oh uh, my god, I fucking I, I fucking love Metal Gear so much, you guys. <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, Atagi summons his big ass monster Orgoth, the Relentless. Yeah, he eats magic crest for more attack. Uh, the ninja dodges. Uh, he starts to question maybe Yugi really didn't cheat because he's really good. Uh, the ninja takes a second heart, uh, but then Otagi gets him. Uh, and so yeah. now it's, it's. Uh, I think we're down to our last hearts, or maybe it's one to two. But either way, it's it's a, we're kind of at an even playing field finally after this overwhelming yes. advantage uh, that Otagi's oh, had this whole time. Shit. Yes. End of episode 48. 49. Now in the in the original anime we get a new opening fuck yeah new theme song fuck although i love yeah. i love the old one a lot but you know what 48 episodes that's a good run for yeah, theme yeah. song jojo goes through like 10 yeah yawn break uh, <laughs> uh no more loco for me no more loco okay yes it has hit me way harder than i thought it would oh it is 12 percent. 
Yeah. I'll finish it. You can have the copy though. Um. Anyways, so ninja, you you done ninja? Uh, dupe. You, d- <gasps> Duke. Episode forty nine. <laughs> Fuck. Duke Devlin, also known as Otogi Ryuji. Ryugi? Whatever. Ryuji sounds better. Uh, uh, uses the warp vortex to get Orgoth to uh, destroy Thunderball. And they think that Yugi's out of space because every time you summon a guy, you need to lay your die mm-hmm. flat, which is six sides, six squares, you need to unfold. And a quick glance at the board makes it seem like yeah. oh, there's nothing Oh, there's there. a part where... Um, Duke uses a bunch of crests to boost uh, Orgoth. And yeah. for some reason, Yugi calls him out on having no strategy. Huh. First off, that doesn't look like no strategy. That Second like off, no strategy. Yeah. that saying, oh, you have no strategy is the most hypocritical thing a Yugi can uh, say. Yugi is a master of no strategy. I know. Part of the cards is another term for top decking, which is another term for having no fucking strategy. Yeah. And just being desperate. Uh, What's top decking? Like Top decking is when... um you have no cards in your hand or you have no answers in your hand, no cards that are useful and it, it, your turn starts and you need to take that, oh. you need to draw that one card off the top of your deck oh. and that needs to solve your problem. Yeah, he's constantly top decking. Yeah. And so it's, it's like if you, fi- a lot of, a lot of card games are about figuring out what cards are in your opponent's hand mm. uh, just by virtue of what decisions they made. Mm. Right. And so if you figure out, okay, they have no lightning bolts in the case of magic. Right. So I can do things with three or less health and not worry about it because they're not going to lightning bolt me. Mm. Now, you're always in danger of them drawing a lightning bolt in the next turn, but the chances mm. of that are so low that you should play into that, right? Mm. Now, they'll top deck you once in a while, and you lose in 12% of the time, and you have to eat that. Like that, You have to play optimally knowing that you can always get top decked. You can't be scared of the possibility of being top decked. Um, but if you didn't do the math of figuring out could they have been holding a lightning bolt this whole time, would it have made sense for them not to play it until now, then you lose 80% of the time because they had that lightning bolt and you played right into it. It's like you should have assumed that maybe they could have had it. Mm. Uh, so top decking is, it's like getting lucky in poker, right? It's like uh, you went all in and they went all in and you had an 80% chance to win and they had a 20% chance to win and then you draw the remaining cards uh, and, and they won the 20%. It's like yes. you can't feel bad about it. The loser still has a chance to win. Yeah, That's what top decking is in, in these things. And that is all what Yugi does. Yes. That, that is Yugi's that is jam. Uh, but this is also the kind of that makes him a superhero, right? Is yeah. the idea that like the heart of the cards, like the psychicness or whatever. Oh, whatever. Yeah. So it's it's kind of a cool like if you're gonna have a special just, power in card just games, gone but all and things will work out. <laughs> yeah, that means do your best, everyone. Aww. Uh, Aww. Um, so oh, Yugi starts to have self doubts and like mm, maybe I'm not the king of games, <laughs> and then Joey's like. You're, you're, you're great, Yugs. Yugs, let me go over this PowerPoint yeah. presentation of you, all the ways that you're the you best. You were better than, than Rex. Fucking love Rex. He had dinosaurs. Damn. You were better than Keith. Bandit Keith. We talked about him. We did. You were better than Bones. He was the guy who used the graveyard thing. Right. All the zombies. You were better than the Paradox Brothers. Oh. They were the uh, um guys. You. Were, I think he also mentions Mako. He had a lot of watery cards. Ah. Uh, I think in the Japanese version, he's like, you forgot your duty as a duelist. Like, oh. you, you, all those people that lost to you, like, you, like, respected them, and you need to fight for them now. Oh, that is, like... Because you, like, inherited their fighting ability. I feel like that is a very... Uh, you see that a lot in anime. I don't want to... I, I attribute too many things to being Japanese stuff. Well, it's a Japanese a show. Why wouldn't it be? I don't know. A lot of times when I say, this is a very Japanese thing, it's because... I vaguely remember a professor mentioning something like that in passing, 
and I'm badly recalling it. Hey, at least one of us is fucking educated about the shit we're talking about. Anyways, but yeah, it happens in anime a lot. Like these characters that you have, they were like monster of the week type of characters, but then we remember them and now you have to fight for them because they're honor or some shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh... Uh, Yugi is uh, out of monsters, and um, Orgoth hits them, and now they're down to one hit point each. Yeah. So now now it's on the line, and Orgoth is just standing there ready to punch for the next turn. So Yugi's, um, Yugi's got to top deck something. Classic Yugi. Mm-hmm. And he gets, uh, um, I think he attacks Orgoth with Knight of Twin Swords. Yeah, Orgoth blows the shit out of that guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Like, finally, Yugi's out of shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was we it, behind. and and we, we didn't think that there's room for Yugi to even summon another thing because there needs to be six contiguous squares. Oh, oh, you know what Yugi does? Um, he like tells Duke, oh, you know a lot about games. We have a lot to learn about life. What a fucking tool move. Uh-huh. Just be like, this isn't working out for me. So let me attack your personality. And what have we learned about Yugi that gives you any indication that he knows I mean, anything about life out of the game? If it's, we're talking about Yami Yugi, he was a pharaoh, like. Uh, <laughs> but but in, in this version of Egypt, it revolved around games. Yeah. And also, like, what is a royalty? I mean, I think grains were still important. But what is what does a king know about life? Like, that is the last person. You know, the two people that don't know anything about life is uh, someone born rich and ruled the world and someone that uh, was 12 and is obsessed with card games. Like, those are the last two people that, like, two of them added together. They know about friendship. (laughs) Joey knows more about life than these two motherfuckers. I fucking love Joey. Right? Ugh. Yooks. You gotta kill Orgoth. He's gonna kill you. Orgoth. uh, So, so Duke wants to... we went over this. Anyway, so we're getting to Yugi. He, he topped has... X Dark Magician. Hell yeah. His bud. And it comes out in like a Z Tetris shape. Yeah, it was it was an uh, it was a shape that no one saw coming for Which some I reason. don't know. I it's forget like stair- if like staircase. each monster has like a shape of the They did not explain at all what the shapes yeah, were yeah, yeah, or yeah. if you can control it. If 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 each monster has like a, a um a shape assigned to them that allows oh. like that gives them like that shape of movement spaces. Right. Then that's impressive. Otherwise, right. Eh. He drew the one that would fit in the hole that he had. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, um. Um. Anyways, they made a weird plot point in the Japanese version where uh, Pegasus added a bunch of shit to the game. Yeah. And one of the thing was adding a bunch of uh, dual monster monsters like Dark Magician. Yeah. Happens to be Yugi's monster. Here he is. Um. I think in the English version, all that stuff was cut out, and Yugi instead says. Uh, 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 thank you for adding like my signature guy and having him have the same abilities. Yeah, uh, very convenient. Here's the thing: Dark Magician doesn't have like, it's not an effect card. He doesn't have abilities, really. Oh, I see. He just it, these are just cards. Um, Yugi. Uses, he doesn't have magic hats. Oh, here's the thing: uh, Yugi uses magical hat and like this uh um knife boxy thing. Yeah. Uh, these two different cards. And he uses them with Ma- Dark Magician in co- like in conjunction with Dark Magician a lot. Right. But there's no like inherent link between those cards except like this motif that the anime. Oh, I see. Magical off. Hats is his own magic card. Yeah. And it hap- he goes with Dark Magician because it kind of makes sense, but it doesn't yeah. like like your fucking uh, uh, turtle tank could cast yeah, yeah. Ma- Dark or Ma- Magic Hats is independent of monsters. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay. Eh, that's not um, at least those are things, and they weren't yeah. just completely made up. But yeah, that makes sense. Um. Uh, so anyway, uh, uh, Dark um, Magician okay. Anyways, Duke tears uses, shit up. Uses um, his last monster, Dark Assailant, to open. He placed a uh, um, item chest on the board yeah, way in the chest. beginning. 
And he opens it, and it's a monster cannon. He can sacrifice his dark assailant to destroy dark magician. Yeah. Uh, um, but then he uses the magical hats and mystic box. Fucking hats saves him every time. Um, so I think what mystic, magical hats makes, uh, magical hats, like, makes Teleports. your monster move, basically. It's a cup game. It's like, you got to shoot one of them, but I now there's four hats. I how that works in the actual, maybe you just turn it over and you move your cards around. What, but does card position matter in this game? It doesn't I don't sound. know, I don't know. The thing yeah. In in the show, they illustrate it by like the monsters go into hats and they get all switched around, and it's like right. a cup game. So, I don't know how the mechanics work in an actual game. Yeah, it's probably something really simple. Yeah, and mind. then a uh, 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 mystic box. I think you switch the damage you take with your opponent or something. No, the damage you take is equal to the damage you make. That's right. <laughs> so anyway, no it, one cares about these details. I barely care. Yeah, it, it, Yugi kills all the shit with magic guy because it's his guy. Uh, and uh, Otaki's got no more monsters, and he is defeated. Yes, finally. We did it. We did it. Four episodes later. Cut Oof. to cut to living room. Immediately, he's like, I'm so sorry, guys. This reversal was a little cheap. It was yeah. like, oh, I guess we're all friends now. Haha. <laughs> and yeah, I'm like, you um, were the biggest dickbag in the world for so long. In the dub, immediately, he, like, the immediately dub was worse. he's like, I'm so sorry. In the um, anime, original anime, he's like, oh, my dream has been crushed. Yeah, but they're still supportive of him, anyways. Right. So there was a list, a little bit of believability of them like reaching out towards him in a moment of crisis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but in the dub, it was like, I guess we're friends now. Now I'm on the friend cast. And I was yeah. like, fuck. oh, there's a part where uh, um, uh, Togi says, Togi Duke says, I'm sorry for what I put Joey through, and Yu Gi Oh says, I'm over it. Joey gets no say in this. <laughs> no one gives a shit. They, they, they recognize the Joey guy. as like half a person. <laughs> He's just so easygoing. He's the best person, but then also he is completely hollow without Yugi. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Uh, uh, um, oh, oh, Grandpa says he hasn't seen a game as exciting as Duel as Dungeon Dice Monsters since Duel Monsters. Yeah, right. Which is interesting because it's the same fucking game. <laughs> it was just those cheerleaders. Yeah. Anyway, so they're friends, and guess what? He gets an email. He still has his contract and everything. Uh, yeah, he. So you have all to imagine through. some board members like, well, let's move through with this. Yeah, or maybe is Pegasus hey! back out of the thing? Hey, we're ah. get good board member. Yeah, there we go. Pegasus has got he's got his big gay posse, uh, and they're all cool dudes. Yeah, presumably. Uh, so it's a big happy ending out of nowhere in the last thirty seconds. Uh, and we're done. Dungeon Dice Masters. Woo! We did it. Uh, this was I liked this game and I like learning new rules because we're just gonna play the same game every fucking time. Like it was cool yeah. to have it be a new game, but man, four episodes to get through this was kind of mm. a lot. Uh, but yeah, the grid system was cool. Uh, uh the classic Joey comedy bits were great. Mm -hmm. Uh, this guy all style loved him. Uh, uh, um, actually, after this, um, eventually at a point, um, him and Tristan become like this comedy duo. Like wait, wait. They, Otagi like, and Kristen? Uh, yeah. Oh. Like whenever like some dumb shit happens where they need some banter, like while other things are going on, it's always Duke and Tristan. Like, blah, 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 blah. I would love any reason to like Tristan because he seems just like a fucking blank right now. Ah. But uh, Otagi, I feel like ten percent of him rubs off on Tristan. We're, we're good. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Uh, is Tristan named Honda in the? Yes. Is Honda a name yes. besides like the car company? Yes, it is. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. I was really thrown when I first saw that because I had forgotten Honda. the Japanese names, and then I was like looking for Tristan. They're called Honda. <laughs> I drive a Honda. Whatever. Uh, it's cool. Uh, okay. 
Uh, so that's it. Uh, that's the end of our run of Yu-Gi-Oh episodes. Uh, I'm glad you get. I, I was glad to get the experience with this because I was saying this was the first card game I didn't play, and that little kids were playing, and I was like not gonna learn. And I was like, oh man, things are really off the rails. This guy's hair is fucked, and like yeah. you know. And then later I get back into card games, and all the memes are just Yu-Gi-Oh references, and I'm like, I feel left out. Uh, and so this this was a this was the right amount of this that I wanted to mm-hmm. watch. Uh, thank great selection. So much fun, man! I am. I barely touched any of this four loco, and I'm fucked up. Twelve <laughs> percent. I mean, not really fucked up, but too much for a podcast. Ah, you're quick and interesting still. Oh, thanks. <laughs> okay, maybe not after that response. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, that maxed out the mogul meter. Hey, Yukes, the, the intro is playing again. I don't know what's going on. Is it on repeat? No, no, Tristan. We just need to... Who's calling me? Tristan? What the fuck, Yukes? You're my best bud. What's You confused me with boring brown hair guy. I'm sorry, Joey. The thing is... Answer your fucking phone, Yukes. Yeah, I know of, I'm not important right now. Half of Tristan's personality is just a watered-down version of your personality. That's right. Half a man. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, so I'm going to take my birth control. I think this episode is over. Yeah. No. Do you want to do that or close it out? Um, Let's close it out first. You're making a lot of editing work for yourself later. Oh, you think I'm going to edit that out? <laughs> Fair enough. I'm not in control. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> That's right. I have been Courtney Magleby. I'm still Cody Robson. I think we're better friends. We can move past that. Uh, did we get any reviews in the last uh, 45 minutes? Oh, let me check. Let's check this. I want to make sure. We don't got to do a song, but I at least want to make sure. No. Ah. Well, the one, two, three, four. We have one more rating than we did before. Hey, does yeah. it say who rated us? What? Did it say who rated no, us? No, it doesn't. It, does, it only shows you if you get reviews. Okay. Does it say what the star rating was, or is it just add to the we average? We have six fives and one four. Oh, and we know what the four is, because they were very articulate. Yes. <laughs> but flaws. <laughs> that was the most honest review, by the way. That is true. I was very happy to have that. Uh, <laughs> Not sad. Sometimes four stars feels like five stars when it comes with honesty. Some. Sometimes four stars. Really, I guess it doesn't bring us down too much because we only have seven. But I'd still like all five stars. <laughs> and I care a little bit less as long as it's more we than three. We need all five stars <laughs> to get to the Pegasus Castle and to feed Max a million Pegasus to get back our grandpa. If Courtney's gonna make five stars a big deal, then I guess I'll support that. I'm not saying the review wasn't insightful, but now I'm losing the melody, but I think I've got it again. (laughs) I'd rather you'd be brutally honest and then give us five stars anyway, because supporting independent podcasts is a very important endeavor. Here's the deal, rip us apart in the actual test. But if you could, 
Just give us those five stars. Literally call us garbage. Give us five stars. We'll sleep happy. I've lost all sense of melody. Maybe I'm focusing too much on melody the same way I focus too much on status and improv. I don't think you do focus too much on status and improv. I think Thank you, I don't! You, they, you're welcome. Uh, you're welcome, Mel. Uh, <laughs> it's very easy to just like forget everything you're supposed to be focusing on. Yeah. So the fact that you have anything that you have a focus on is putting you way ahead of the rest of us. So. Yeah. We got, we got a new uh, uh, re Yelp review on our improv, if you didn't read that. Oh. Five stars, but it was... Uh, Short form was better than the long form, but they were trying something hard, so it's okay. I was like, fuck you. Well, long form is everything. Oh, yeah. they cut me deep with that five-star review. <laughs> We're still the deepest, my guy. Hey. Anyways, once again, I continue to be Courtney. I was a few minutes ago. I am still Courtney now. You're local Courtney-o. Exactly. And I'm Cody in his regular element that you're used to yeah. in Justin Bieber. Uh, thank you for listening. Love you. Goodbye, Jojo. Bye. Hey, everyone. I want to thank you so much for listening. And also, really quickly, want to credit Kevin McLeod for our music, Delightful D. I hope it was delightful, everyone. Also, if we're so lucky as to have this on iTunes, please rate and review. I assume you listen to other podcasts, so you should know it helps a lot. And if you don't, it helps a lot. I love you so much. <laughs>